Hello, my name is Kitty. Welcome to the Backstage Show, your all-access pass to what goes on behind the scenes of successful music projects and brands you've come to love and would like to model one day. Grab a chair and enjoy the ride. Hi, Titi. Hi, Phoebe. Thanks so much for joining me on the Backstage Show. Yes, it's so good to finally he meet you because I think we've met before. Do you remember how we met? Um, I think so. I think it was Can you Ghana, remember? coming back from Ghana <laughs> at the airport. Yes, yes. But let me give you a backstory. I think um, I was working as um, the stage manager for, for Access and it was during the conference. I saw you in front. Uh. I was like, who's this lady with the purple air? Because, <laughs> yeah, seriously, the purple air was my, that's me. Purple is my... My color. Is that I your favorite that. color too? It is. It is. Um, oh, great. Yeah. Great. It is definitely my favorite color. I think in that aspect, I'm very glad that we, we are purple gang. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's such a beautiful color. It is. It is, really. Uh, you're one of the few people that I've met recently that I really, really love your vibe. And following you on Instagram, I'm like, you're just such a, like... I'm not. I'm not just gassing you up. I'm really. You are making really, me shy. Uh, you're very. <laughs> no, I'm sorry about that. But seriously, you are an inspiration to watch. And I mean, you don't do so much, but it's just being yourself is just um amazing. It's, it's very rare to really see people who are just comfortable in their own skin. I I'm really that. glad to connect with you. You've been directing and managing projects for quite a while now. I, I mean, if I can, if I'm correct, that'll be well over five years or eight years right now. Yeah, this would be like going on eight years. Yeah, okay. definitely going on eight, eight to end of 2013. Yeah. yeah, so because I know that a lot of people have this or this is what I want to be when I grow up. Was As a child, was this what you wanted to do when you... <laughs> what was it? What was the thing you said? I had no idea what I wanted to do. No, actually, I, I wanted to be an actress. Oh. Um, I really wanted to be an actress. I actually applied lots of times to schools in Nigeria to do theater arts. Oh. And I got, but I was very naive nice. anyways. I got, I had like good marks. So I thought, you know. That would work. I have marks that medical <laughs> students are looking for. So, wow. and I just wanted to theater arts. How hard is it? Let me just go for know? it. And I did that for for a few years and I was not getting in anywhere because I was just being plain by the book. Mm, um, yeah. But to answer the question, I wanted to be an actress. Um, I mean, I mean, I feel like I still would now, you know, all yeah. the people, all the producers, you know, come cast me or some stuff like that. I could be an actress. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I never thought I would be doing this. I never even knew that something like this existed. existed. Yes. Um, but, yeah, but it makes a lot of sense because I, sometimes I, I have in very in few milestones of my life sat down to look at the projection and trajectory of my life. And I realized that um, I may not have thought, oh, I want to work in the music business. But I remember very clearly my father seizing my phone a few times because I would always play music like so loudly I could never hear anybody say anything to me um, and I'd be disturbing other people. So I'd kind of always been in that space. Yeah in my head like personally but as a career no okay I have no idea I had no idea I was going to do that. but you you're doing a great job and I think that for me I really love that you are in this space because that's how we were able to connect and so I think that it was meant to be actually so. absolutely agree we are in this in the era where a lot of artists are going independent mm-hmm. right now even though we know that that's like almost 60 percent of the market has been controlled by 
the majors, but let's say the rest, the 30% and some of the up and coming artists. Uh, and that was the reason why I decided to do the backstage show so that we can at least be able to like have these conversations and be able to like give out tips and tricks that can in, that can help independent artists out there to effectively, you know, build their brands. Not everybody would be signed by labels. Mm -hmm. Not everybody would have access to um, companies yeah. like um, Empire Records. You guys just distributed UISQT for Olamide. I know you guys already had a partnership with him. Yes. Um, like since last year. And you've been pushing Fireboy, right? Yes, uh, so we have a JV with um, um, YBNL. So 50-50, we go in on everything. We work hard, they work okay. hard. They work very hard. We yeah, work just, very hard. And, yeah, so, yeah, it's a nice partnership. And that's what is reflecting in how successful this project that you just dropped. It just shows how effectively you guys were able to um, distribute this particular project. So that's one thing I wanted you to like walk us through. What's the process like when it comes to music project distribution? What are the things that is required from the artist? And what are the things you, Empire Record, does to ensure that, okay, the effort matches each other and then you can effectively um, achieve the results that you guys were able to achieve? Well, let's start with the fact that Olamide because we're using this as a case in point, right? Yes, yes. Um, um, Olamide is in the beautiful parts in his career and his life. He's constantly mm. growing and he's making music that um, will push people to listen. You know, he's making music that is just, it's, it's different, it's new for him particularly. Um, and so like that and every other artist, the, the first step to anything is, is the product. Yeah. Because every other thing is does not exist without a good product. True. Um, and so, yeah, so I would say, okay, if we want to say, draw a, a bullet point of, of what you're looking at when, when, when you're going to say, okay, we have, a, we have a record coming out first. First thing is artists on their end, they're working on the stuff, the A and R and the stuff, they're working with the producers, you know, all of that. If they have uh, an inspiration, if it's a project, you know, like uh, a body of work, or even if it's just a single, whatever the case is, when it's done and it's ready. Um, and, again, and again, obviously it depends on the, on the level of, of involvement that you have with your DSP, I mean, with your, with your distributor. Some okay. of them, if it's just a standard, and if this is, I'm guessing, you know, obviously, a lot of the audience that people that are listening are, are mostly guys that will be doing stuff themselves. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, so so you probably have a distributor who is not hand who is not involved in the process prior to when you give in the final music. So all of the stuff before then is on you. You have to make sure that you have good, well thought out music. But well thought out music in that even in the process of the music. While I'm not saying that take away from the creative. Um, and um, set up, yes, of it. A really, really beautifully inspired uh, a piece of work already starts up the marketing process before you even know it. Yeah. Because if it's if it's something that has depth, by the time you bring it to your team or to whoever it is, they can already see how they want to sell it. True. You're bringing UI Skatai, you're bringing a new, a new body of, of work that shows a whole new phase of Olamide. And at the same time, um, you know, just with the name, uh, right, the company, there's already a story yeah. behind it. There is a, it's, 
it's he is we know we've been saying oh yeah he's badu he's big he's that but he never really shouts about it yeah. and now there he is he found the star the ui skater is literally one of the biggest stars that exist yeah. that people don't know about True. it and that is who he is so it, it was you know it already so gave you a beautiful story to yeah, tell a backstory exactly. already i mean exactly. i did i didn't so even he, know about the the star the until star. it dropped his album and it was it's so it's so simple how he was able to come out the name it was a son that asked him the question yeah. and i'm like i think the and that is the thing you know constantly sorry constantly learning True. and how he's opened himself up to that and yeah. most artists should too you know always looking for without being calculative about it but always open to inspiration because it can literally yeah. come at the weirdest times from anything at all. True. Um and so once that part is done then you now you're now having a conversation with your distributor. If you're doing it by yourself, then you're saying okay, um I have the song, when is the best time I want to release this? What what is my target? What do I want to do with the song? Right? If I if I just want to put it up on the stores, I don't have a huge budget, you know, I don't want to go I'm not going to to do like a huge plug in on radio or do like a huge plug in on TV then you're focusing on the DSPs alone right okay. and obviously your core market you're focusing on your core market then you want to start thinking um on the digital side sorting out the digital side is okay you have the wave you have the artwork you have all of that stuff you want to submit it but you want to give enough time between when you submit and when it's supposed to be released so that yeah. you give yourself you give yourself enough time to start to reach out to editors and to start to you know uh, pitch your your music because so much music is literally put on the internet yeah. every day and for yours to be singled out is a huge big deal i think i saw stats one time i don't i'm bad with numbers like off my head but it was like in the millions of songs that are put across the world globally wow. and so for your song to be picked out on a friday or on a monday or on a tuesday whenever you know the store wants to decide to turn over and um, yeah. support and and be giving support you need to be intentional about reaching out to the people that curate this support um spotify makes it easy for artists to do directly because they have spotify for artists you can pitch from the back end yeah. so and i think they have at the very least seven working days which is already a week okay. right yeah yeah seven so it's over a week So people who who are always so fast and always so in a rush to release stuff will lose that timeline of being able to get their the music in front of the of of the Spotify editors. Oh. It's similar with Apple, right? It's like it's like working the way I always say it is if you want it's like it's like a it's like it's like marketing, it's like advertising, right? Every space that they're giving you could go to someone else that brings them more clicks. So why okay. should they bring why should why should your song be in a playlist at number two? Why should your song get um a banner? Oh. Why? So now it's now it's now it now becomes a pitching process. So if you don't if you need to have a story but you need to know the right people to speak to um and that one I can't say oh my gosh these are the right people to speak to because you have to do your research on yes, the no. different platforms from Apple to Deezer to to Spotify like I said Spotify is really easy you don't need to yeah. be for the editors you do it from the back end okay. um these are also boom play um you know and 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 then putting the music not just saying okay uh, I've got new music come out that's it you're literally making a pitch you're making a marketing pitch you're making yeah, you're saying 
um, I've got the song. This is what it's about. This is t- essentially you're trying to tell them why they need to prioritize your stuff your on their platform oh. over everyone's every, everyone else. And if you don't have the luxury of being a Kiss Daniel or being a Yao Tog that people are already excited about, yeah. then you have to tell your story um, with that. Um, so I think for me, like the key points would be obviously the music making, but also the story behind, behind it. the music. Um, mm-hmm behind the music because that's what you use to make your pitch but also the research of the of the of your target when i mean yeah. your target i mean on the business side we'll talk about the fans later but like the research of of the of the business side of your targets if you want tiktok to be where you want to go you want to ta- okay. research who could help you out there if you want you know your targets in boom play your targets in spotify targets in all those places your research on how best to reach out to those people um, would also be key. So um, that would really be it. And then when, when that's just for like the setting up process, right? When okay. all of that is done, you've reached out to the editors, all of that. Um, then you're focusing now on 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 the larger plan of promoting it. Um, yeah. You're thinking about assets, things that you can use for social media. How do you want to interact with your fans? Um, sure. Because you see people would say, it's as simple as, an, okay, maybe you're upcoming your Spotify doesn't have as much thing, but Spotify is literally like, uh, um, it's like, uh, so they have the, the way they've set up Spotify for artists. You can interact. It's interactive in a way okay. in that you need to get people to follow you. Right. Oh, so um, it's, it's like, more it's like, like social a social media. platform. Oh, okay. it is. Spotify has made their setup a bit user friendly. By that, I mean the artist are able to use the interface to provide certain information to fans or just general audiences. Um, for okay. instance, you know, the whole getting people to follow you, right? You know, people are not just following okay. you, but it's like a following you. The algorithm reads it in such a way where, so there's, there's something called Release Radar, Discover Weekly, and people okay. that follow certain artists. When an artist has a new release out, you know, um, it goes directly into that person's release radar, into all the people that you're following. So if you have 500 people following you, Literally 500 people get, um, at least the ones that are active, they get your song on release day into their personalized new music playlist for the oh. for the fan. Yes. Oh, so okay. Does the same getting, thing happen with Apple Music too? Um. Yeah. In a way. In a way. Yes. They Apple Music mm-hmm. on your, you know, they've they've improved their interface in such a way also that. Um, you know, when you have your person, you just personalize it. So password is called you. It used to be for you, you know. Um, okay. Your personalized playlist or like mixes and stuff like that. You know, the kinds, when you're signing up for Apple Music, you would see that there are parts, there's times when you're asked about, you know, artists that you like or artists that you follow, kind of music yeah, that you follow. Sure. So yeah. it uses that algorithm and then also just obviously monitors the kinds of music, the kind of music that you listen to um often enough the ones the albums that you add the artists that you add and then it will give you those recommendations into your personalized playlist so generally all of them um are continuously improving their system but the the takeaway from it really is that just as you interact with your fans um um on IG you interact with your fans on 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 Twitter you, your your fans or your listeners also interact with your music on this on these platforms right so um as much as you can as an artist, it's always advisable to try to bring them in, like to get them to interact with you on a specific platform. 
So maybe okay. you're running a, you're running a campaign with Boomplay. Share Boomplay's yeah. direct link and tell people to follow you there. Just to build your user okay. base there. Do the same thing okay. with Spotify. Do the same thing with Apple. You know, you can even okay. make um, your own. Everybody is not going to get um, um, an artist essential done for them, but you can make your own. True say best of Mobad, for instance, or best of Oxy. Okay. I mean, I'm sure Oxy has an excess essential. But you get my point, like keep interaction going. So it's not yeah. just release the music and then leave it there. You have to yeah. come up with creative ways to get people to engage with you on certain platforms, right? Yeah, on Spotify, true. for instance, if you have your your artist playlist created by yourself, you know, it could be like a complete collection of Chike, for instance, and Chike is the one that, if it's not an official Spotify playlist, but he's okay. curated that, or his team has curated that. And then you can set it as your artist peak, that any you know anytime anybody goes onto your profile, what they see as the thing that you're suggesting for them to listen to as your artist peak is okay. your complete collection of songs or your latest song, for instance, you know, when you have a new okay. song, pick that. So it's just, you know, doing your research and playing around with all of the different tools that this... Um, uh, DSPs have made available for people to use okay. and utilize um, to keep fans coming back, to keep them interacting uh, with, with your content on, on there. So far, distribution-wise, I've touched on getting the content right to start yeah, with. Yeah, true. Then the other side is focusing on people who are doing the distribution directly, which means you also yes. have to do your research on who to reach out to um, and then yes. do your research on all the different features or you know utilities that are made available by the different dsps to you know engage with your audience so more your, okay yeah and yeah. then if you are for instance if you do have a distribution partner that you know you talk to that means that they're doing a lot of the pitching a distribution partner that is doing the okay. pitching because some distribution okay. partners are not pitching they're just doing handling the technical thing of being a channel you know, you put the music and they take it to where it needs to get to. So they're not doing the label service of fiction. I know that a lot of people just put it up and expect their platform to do the job for them. So, and then it's one thing to put up your music on a platform. It's another thing to create a strategy that would ensure that you are effectively marketing your your music how do mm -hmm. you ensure that okay you are making use of other media channels to um roll out your your music um like like with everything else the, the bane of it would be research so okay. we've touched on the dsps then the other part yes. is the socials and creating content for socials obviously in a strategic way that will connect to, to your fans. And if you've got some budget, to also put some budget behind digital and target it the right way, um, okay. you know, to to using the data that's available to you to know where to target or who to target. Okay, you're in Nigeria, you're starting out. Um, obviously, this is your focus market. But if you make certain kind of music that you know that and maybe you've seen, even if it's five random people follow you or listen to your music from fans, Put some money behind that if you've got the budget, of course. Put some money behind that, okay. kind of see if you can, because there's already there's a bit of interest there. It means that this your music can can yeah can can take can take uh can take roots there. And um, there's digital there's digital spaces, your social media and your YouTube, your ads and all of that. Um, research to also figure out how you want to do it. What kind of content pieces do you want to create? Are you trying to create viral content pieces, or are you trying to create super niche? Um, you know, cool new wave content that 
you know, yeah. your fans or your people would appreciate. And that's, that's that. Um, I mean, that obviously all, also goes back to the whole um, making sure that your content, your content, because the content isn't just the music. The content is yeah, also the, the pieces that you use. If it's, uh, if, if you're, if you're a tenny and you make funny videos, you know, every now and oh, then you yeah. make skits or you're a false and you're that person or you're a black bones and you're that person or you're a fireboy and you don't necessarily, you know, put out Do there, you that. just interact with your fans on Twitter and he has all those funny questions and silly questions or sexual questions that he's asking them every now and then, but he keeps them interacting yeah. with him. Yes. Um, so it's to find the best way to communicate with your people and then start to build out on that particular type of content that works for them. Or if it's mm-hmm. different pieces of content also, if it's, if it's, you know, uh, video pieces you may not have maybe you don't have the funds to make a whole full video but you can make viral videos with your phone um yeah. if you have friends that could do those kinds of things you know it's to research it's to research in what other people are doing and find ways to to what works for you exactly you know curate it and tailor it to yourself and your music and your market um but then if we go on to the other platforms your tv your radio your online um, um platforms you know your blogs and all of those the bane of it again is to research. It's figuring okay. out the kind of music I make. What kind of platforms can I send them to? Um, who who would be my target? Who is receptive to this? Obviously, you want to throw your net as wide as possible because if you yeah. send stuff to 20, 50 people, at least five will pick it up. And if you have five people, five reputable people talking about your music or five reputable platforms sharing your music when it comes out, that's good enough for you to start with. And then obviously you, you keep those relationships and then add more as you go. And then you build out and you build out and you build out. Okay. So the bane of it will still be research. The bane of it will be finding out um, people that make the kind of music that you make. Um, where are they being featured? Who writes those music for them? Who is the okay. editor there? Who owns, the, who owns the thing? How can I send them an email? And then figuring out the best way, you know, to 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 reach out to them you know do you send uh, an email with everything in the body or do you um um you know send them a private link for them to listen to see if they like it and then you know follow up after a couple this is this is why also that lead time it's not just for yeah. the dsps giving yourself enough lead time would also mean that you're planning and setting up all of this other marketing and promotional avenues up before the release they're reaching out to to radio people that might yeah. like your music, send them the MP3 from the start, send them, you know, a bio, send them a nice write-up of what the music is about. You're essentially selling yourself. You're pitching True. yourself to them. So you want to present yourself in the best way possible, but not too long, not too, yeah. push, you know, I mean, you it's a pitch. Waste the time. It's yeah. a pitch. Yeah. As quick <laughs> as you can. Like the, the, the beautiful thing about the space that we live in right now is you literally don't have any barriers. You can be reaching True. out to people in South Africa. You can reach out to people. I mean, obviously, there's some there's some platforms that cater for themselves, particularly like there's some East African blogs that would be like, no, they only cater for East African music. Okay. And they do that on purpose because everybody else caters for Nigerian music, you know? Oh, so yeah. they, they're trying to build out their own too. But then you find some places that would be open to featuring your stuff, True. you know, especially depending on the kind of music you make. There are platforms that are about the genre of music, not so much the geography. Okay. And then there are others that are about the geography. And then there are others that are maybe they focus on, on pushing women's stuff and you're a female in the industry. Then yeah. you also target those yeah. people, you know? So it really comes down to the research that you're able to do and your team is able to do and finding the right people to send stuff. And obviously making room or to, to be able to tweak the way you do stuff as you go. Okay. Because you learn from 
from the first from the way you did the um, stuff the first time okay. you learn learn from it okay this person maybe when I sent her stuff she was like oh it's too late now I usually would prepare for all my stuff two weeks in advance or three weeks in advance okay. and then you you can you can put yeah. keep that in mind for when you're planning yeah you know um yeah it's just being attentive researching and being clear about the targets that you that you that you have in mind or the goal that you have in mind sure. set some kind of Realistic, some kind of goal some kind of benchmark goals, yeah. exactly and then go go from there and then you build out from there wow that's that's actually great thank you so much for this great insight you've actually shared um talking about empire records i know that uh, everybody is raving about um, independence and all be, being an independent artist. And I know that the major concern for a lot of artists would be ownership and also having control over their their, their body of work and the business aspect of it. So I wanted to ask you how you guys do things. What's the approach you guys use that is different from the regular record labels that we know that makes it easy for you? Because I know you just signed a couple of artists what makes it easy for this artist to be able to trust how you guys operate and what's the process like for the keyword yeah. the keyword is partnership okay great that's what it is for any team or any artist or anybody that is coming on board the keyword is it's a partnership we're a team great. we're not coming to tell you how to do stuff we're coming to see how you currently do stuff and how we can be improved on that's... how we can add to it you know, That's it's great. not a, okay, this is what we think you should sound like. No, because obviously yeah. you should know how you should sound like. Sure. It's like, maybe you could add this to it. Maybe you should tweak this. Um, from experience, you know, maybe you should do this. You know, we think maybe it could sound like this. And if you agree, if we agree, because sometimes, you know, artists, for the most part, if you listen to them, um, those that have taken time to build themselves out, and I don't mean the big guys. Okay. That's not what I mean by build. I mean, just build out their knowledge and 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 equip themselves. If you if you listen to them or if you watch them or if you're attentive, they have a lot of times the answers in just the way they do things. Okay. You know, you can see how to how to approach the person's um um audience sure. by the, by the way the artist is. You know, a lot of times they 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 are out there. They're the ones interacting with the fans. Sure. The time. You know, they know what their fans want to see. So they already have a part of it figured out. They just need help. They need someone to amplify. They need boots on yeah. the ground. And that's really what, what it is. That's, just, that's, that's what we... We've got the brain power, obviously. We've got a team across the globe that is super, super um, experienced. We put all yeah. everybody's years of experience together. It's ridiculous. But so even if you're just picking one one percent out of all of that and putting that into what you already have, the goal... And I think the clear thing here is... is, is or something I want to point out is you can't be coming to the table empty-handed just with the music. Yeah, true. True. You, you know, like I said, it's a partnership. Yeah, you can't just Seriously. say, I've got great music. And then that 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 is, those are the kinds of setups that a typical record, yeah, record label would have wants. that would get artists into situations that they are not necessarily comfortable with. Yeah. Because if you're coming with just the music, then that means I'm doing Nothing else all to offer. the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that means... Now me as your label who's mm-hmm. signing you, it means I'm doing everything else. I'm doing mm-hmm. all of the work because you're only doing... Just the creative the part. You don't even... Yes, you're not... You you have no idea... About um, business. What you want to do with mm-hmm. your brand. You don't even care to research what you want to do with your brand. You're not interacting with your fans. You're not coming up with campaigns by yourself. You're not being... 
you're not taking initiative. If we're carrying the bulk of the work, that would mean, and this is not about empire, this is about, you know, yeah. a typical label. So people always get upset and say, oh no, the label is taking so, so, so percent. And I'm not, and obviously this does not relate to brands or, or rather labels that are actually doing shit that, wrong. Okay. I'm talking about a typical, a proper business setting where they're doing shit right, but because of the level of work that they're putting in and level of investment they're putting in, it means they have to take more money. Yes, they can't take 20% yes, if they're putting in so much money into you. They're literally Man. handling everything from start to finish, you know? So it's a, it's a balance. And, and, and what, what makes empire different is we literally, it's a, for almost every artist, it's not, it's not a one size fits all for everybody, you know? So okay. let us see where you are. How can we fit in? And okay. how can we make it work together? Okay, that that's actually great. That's that's like because I, I think that's actually where the world is going to right now, and that's how I think independent artists should start thinking. You can't just say, "Oh, you sit down and just focus on the creative process alone, and not think about where you want your brand to be," because that's the only way other people will be able to work with you. That's the only way you can actually maximize what the what the label is bringing to the table for you so that's actually yeah. great thank you so much for explaining that and also i just wanted to ask again um when it comes to um discovering artists do you guys do that yourself or if an artist wants to work with you how does the process work do you do you go do the pitching it's yourself a combination or? of both okay it's a combination of both like if i'm looking for someone in particular maybe i found someone then all this is all hypothetical Okay. Uh, yeah. And I find someone that I I think is completely ridiculously good, and you know I I'm the one that wants to work with the person. I'm not just gonna sit and wait for the person to come to me. I'm gonna sure. be like, yo, <laughs> I see what you're doing. I like it. Um, how can we work together? This is what we can do. What can you, what What do you have? What's your current setup? What are you looking like? Um, but at the same time, um, obviously we're in a position where people know of us. Yes. They've also done their own research. Yes. And so they, you do have people that come. But again, between ourselves and between the entire team, we're in the space. We have our ears to the ground. We have the connections, you know, okay. where there's always talent popping up, especially in different parts of the continent, because it's not just about Nigeria. There's Ghana, there's South Africa, yeah, definitely. there's Namibia, there's, there's Ivory Coast, there's, 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 there's Cape Verde. Yeah. And one of my favorite artists right now is, is from Cape Verde, oh, um, wow. actually. Beautiful guy, June Freedom. And wow. he makes amazing music. And I would never have thought, I mean, the only other person I knew from Cape Verde as, as a, a year ago was, was Myra Andrande. Oh, okay. Um, I think I've heard of he's sort of like, yeah, no, she's, she's huge. She's huge mad, like in, 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 in Europe and in, in um, Lucifer speaking countries, wow. um, Belgium and all of that. And she's, um, I think I found out on Colors. She had done something for colors, and I was just so mesmerized. I remember watching that video so many times and going, "What the fuck is this person?" Um, and then I posted her, and I think other people found her from there. And I won't even get into it, but there's people her now because they found her on my on my on my IG, and oh, wow. I'm just like, "Yes, she is amazing." So my point is that there is just like all kinds of talents around, and we don't always know them. We can't know everyone, so okay. we're also always discovering new stuff. Um, but at the same time, we're trying to, we, we are, we are cautious about the team. 
you know, bringing True. on more people True. because everyone that we have on board, we are trying to give a certain level of attention that yeah. they require True. at a particular point in time. True. And if that is the case, we can't have this more, it's quality over quantity for yeah, us. Yeah, true. So, but yeah. That's We're important. open, people pitch stuff. We okay. also go out looking for stuff too okay. when it's necessary. Okay, okay. so that's, that's great. Let's go into events. That's where I work in. I work in the live music that's business. Your space. Yeah, that's my space. Yes. So I know that the pandemic has actually stopped a lot of artists from um, doing physical events. And also, what do you think about virtual events? Would you think of, um, if you're going to do any event activations, would you actually think, go the route of virtual events for any of your artists? I mean, in the, for the near future. For the right artists with the right kind of setup, yes. Okay. Not every artist Can. would work for like a virtual piece. Yeah, um, And it also depends on the production, the level of production true. you're willing to go, how much budget you want to put into that. Because it's about an experience, right? True. And... Because it's now it's virtual, you now have to curate something that the fans it's are going to really, really, yes. Um, I would, I mean, obviously, everybody want to use the Travis Scott setup as an yeah. example because it is mad and, you know. True. But let's come home a little bit and say, even the kids thing that he did with YouTube, yeah. it was, yeah. it, it, you can't necessarily, the, my, my thing with virtual performances is in my head, I just consider that another, it's like a different level of content curation. Okay. Because it's almost like you film the concert and now you, you're... You play it live. Yes, you're playing, you're playing it live. Um, and so the experience of, of fans around that would, you know, jumping on... Obviously, it, it, it was a solution that we had to create or the industry had to create because of the situation we found ourselves in. But even before then... Some people had been doing, you know, they would stream their events live yeah, or they would record it and then um, during put it up. The, during, and then premiere it, it. Yeah, exactly. Put it up for other people who were not able to attend the show or, or maybe want to relieve the show. So the part that I see it, why why those things are important, it's not just, it's, it's a combination of putting your content out there, getting True. extra content out there, which obviously gives you extra numbers, which builds your catalog which hopefully down the line and um, rather in uh, bottom line gets you more revenue, yeah, right? True, true. There's that. Then there's the angle of curating stuff that you can keep your fans interacting engaged. with you. That's yeah. not just, yeah, exactly. Keep your fans engaged. Right now, you, I think most of the guys are just doing, uh, you know, live, live recording. Uh, alternative live performance. Yes, exactly. Yes. And then playing that after. Like a full-blown different, like a full-blown concert type setup that is going to be virtual. It's a whole production yeah. on another on another level that it has to be done for the right artists. I'm wondering, yeah. I'm sure that we do have a few of those. It's not something yeah, I'm true, working on right now. The technology but, is actually uh, becoming better. I don't know mm. if you know about this K-pop um, artist, um, BTS. They did a virtual mm -hmm. concert and they've done about three or four now with a, a platform called Kiss Way. They are like a technical platform for virtual events where, and the, in, the immersiveness of the experience is actually very, very good. That it looks, it almost feels like you are in the same room with the artist and you are cheering. You can interact. There's live chats and also... Even if we're going back into physical events, it's something that people can still consider going can forward. Still do, yeah. yeah so. I mean, it, the the YouTube live premieres now where you, 
have those conversations. Uh, you know, you can have the live chat yeah. while the video is premiering. It's, I mean, this is video chats, like, actually. It's video chats. That's why it's much more. That's why I'm like I'm intrigued about that's it. That's crazy. Yes, it's video yeah. chat. You can chat live with your with your fans during the show, and they can cheer you on during the show. It's so it's a big tech technology right now, and I'm still researching that. that and it's actually very very. So that's why I'm excited about whether we go into physical. It's not going to cancel our physical events. That's not possible, but it's going to be yeah. an exciting way to actually you know. Be able to reach out. Just to, another level. Yes, another level of okay. you know opening up your brands. So. Well, I'm definitely interested in finding out more information about stuff like that because okay. um the the space is constantly growing and constantly yeah, evolving definitely. and there's always new stuff definitely. and to be to be done. So yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. So. I want to know if you were to put together a, sh- a virtual show for okay. for any artist, it doesn't have to be on the, the Empire roster, but okay. like an African artist. And one that you would want to, you can, if you had all the all the budget that you that okay. could give you um, access to top tier production. Okay. What what who would it be, and why? Okay, virtually? so I, um, actually, I am considering two major artists right now, and that's because of the fact that they know how to perform. Not all mm-hmm. artists can perform. Not mm-hmm. because it's not physical. Not all artists can actually drive that engagement. The energy by behind. themselves. Yes. So I'm looking at Burner Boy and Tiwa Savage. Okay. These two artists. There are more actually so but no, but to those, answer your those, questions. Those, those are good. Those are definitely good ones. They would yes. also from the from the from the point of marketing they will pull a crowd. Yes. And you then know, they, they're global you. artists you could, you could, you know, because ticketing is another thing, you know, in yeah. terms of, you don't want to settle for only Nigerians. It's going to be like, why am I paying for that? Yes. Why, why am I but doing that? The fact that they are global and, you know, they have that massive reach, it will be a great idea to pull up something. The market like is bigger. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. So That's a good one. So that's definitely a good one. Yeah. All right. So um, just to wrap up, what would you advise um, independent artists who are looking to like, you know, become much more intentional about their music distribution and also about their marketing strategies? What would you advise? Um, research. Research. Don't be rude. Don't be fucking rude. People are so rude in this industry. Do not be entitled, but be firm. Um, okay. You know, we're lacking professional etiquette. Um, so someone sure. who knows that he deserves something just asks for it sometimes in the wrongest way that he's just not going to get it because, you know, you piss people off. And you must remember that you're working in an industry where people's emotions, are, whether we like it or not, at play. Yeah. So um, research, 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 research. Be intentional. Um, don't be rude, but be firm. Um, and just have some... Fucking professional etiquette, man. That does not include saying fucking to people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I can say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you know, just... I want to I want to say the, the phrase, trust the process. But the truth is there is no one process. Yeah. So trust your process. Yeah, true. Trust your process. Whatever it is that you're setting up for yourself. Trust also your ability to adapt and change. Yeah, true. Because Very you might start out one way and it's not necessarily going mm-hmm. that way. It does not mm-hmm. mean that you now have to kill yourself in that one space, you know? Yeah, true. Be smart about things. Okay. 
But yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. It's a great honor to chat with you. I mean, thank you. Uh, it's been very important. This was fun. Yes. Really. Thank you so much. And this I'm was, glad that you enjoyed backstage. I did. I did. Thanks a lot, Phoebe. Hey there, thank you so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and follow or leave a review. I mean, if this episode has actually really helped you, I really want to hear from you. So connect with me on Instagram or leave us a comment and leave us a five-star rating. And if you've enjoyed the show, spread the word, share with your friends. And also don't forget to join my crew by signing up to my mailing list so you can get access to all the amazing resources I have lined up for you. Until next time, keep winning. Box D. Box D.